Kevin Milner's with us this morning. Kia ora. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I thought that was very good, actually, Jack. Oh, do you ever watch Peaky Blinders? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's what I mean. I, I always think of um, or think of Timothy Spall. He does a great. He does. I yeah. mean, he's from Birmingham, so he does a he does a good Bromley accent as well. I can't. Yeah, do it, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a um, it's a unique and memorable accent to say the least. <laughs> yeah, just going back to squash. I mean, I um, I love squash, but I, I can't share your enthusiasm for watching it for very long. It all. Uh, it's kind of, I don't know, really. It all happens in kind of corners and stuff. It, it does. I, it is a corner-oriented sport. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It, I, The thing is, I think because because I play it sometimes, I appreciate how difficult it is to, to, to constantly play in the corner as they do. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. And... and Maybe my maybe you're, you're sort of waiting for someone to stuff up a lot of the time. I'll I'll, I'll accept yeah. that, but I think I sort of think the combination of having of endurance of fast twitch muscle um, and of finesse and creativity to get out of that corner and get your opponent working, um, yeah. plus the fact that you've got players from all over the world, plus the fact that it's actually not very resource intensive compared to other sports. That's why yep. I think those com- the combination. I sort of think, oh, well, you know, why why wouldn't you make an Olympic sport? But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree with that really. Yeah, um, I, I've become obsessed, sadly, and I hate to admit this, mm. with lawn bowls. I, <laughs> no, I, I'm into I, it. I I, I I agree. Lawn bowls, another entirely what, what sensible a, sport. It's, it's, it's rational. The rules are easy TV to understand. Sport. You can appreciate the talent. Yeah, and the great thing yeah. about lawn bowls is that it's it's unlike most other sports. You know, you don't just have to be in your in your mid twenties to excel, right? It, no. it, it has people of all sorts of shapes and sizes and and backgrounds yeah. and ages and all sorts of things. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm into I, it. I'm actually a member of a bowling club. Are you, I'm Kevin? Only a social member <laughs> because the beer's cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, fair enough. I mean that. I, I'm sure. You, I'm sure you're not the only only one to enjoy a bit of social bowls. Maybe from a, a little more emphasis yeah. on the on the socialising than the bowling. But um, <laughs> so so from the the Kiwi legends in Birmingham, Kevin, you want to talk about a couple of other Kiwi legends this week? Yeah, I'm talking about Jules and Linda Top, the wonderful Top Twins, both battling cancer at the moment. They've been very bravely uh, releasing photos of themselves in the course of chemo and radiation treatment, which the Heralds run a story about. The images are quite challenging, really. Shocking in, 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 some, in some respects. Seeing women who you've only seen laughing and having fun now are under attack from cancer. Uh, did you see their photos, Jack? Yeah, yeah, it was really moving. I, I saw them on Sunday um, a month or two ago and, and you know, when they, when they were sharing their story. But it is it is moving, especially when you're used to seeing them laughing and joking and kind of being silly, right? Yeah, yeah. Turns out that they've had COVID as well, which wouldn't have made anything any easier. Jules and Linda have been pretty stoic, of course, saying that they're both alive and kicking, despite what they describe as a pretty hard journey. I guess that really means a nightmare. But they say they've been amazed by the love and support from Kiwis and other fans around the world. Yeah. Which gets me to my point. I have this idea, Jack. You know how Kate Bush's 1980s, mid-1980s hit, Running Up That Hill, is back on top of the New Zealand charts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if somehow the New Zealand public could get the top twins mid-80s hit, Untouchable Girls, 
back up at number one on the charts. It seems the perfect song for the moment. Now, to be honest, I don't know these days how songs rise to the top of the charts. Would a huge number of um, Spotify and YouTube requests do the trick, Jack, do you think? I think Spotify is key. I think you just got to get them on Spotify. So, yeah, yeah, I think that would be the way to go about things. Yeah, yeah. Well, the uh, Untouchable Girls is on Spotify. Mm. But uh, I just think, wouldn't it be magnificent just to help them through this this terrible time in their lives if their greatest hits would re-emerge as the top song? You can actually send messages directly to Linda and Jules if you go to their little, uh, give a little page. It's called Top Twins Cancer Support Fund, and you can make a donation there too, of course. It goes towards paying for the drugs that they both need to uh, fight this damn cancer. But, Jack, I just, I just have this urge. I, I, I'd, love to, I'd love to see this sort of emerge around the country, a desire to see Untouchable Girls, that great song, rocket to the top of the charts again. The Top Twins have brought us so much fun, eh? To say nothing of common sense over the years. Sending their most popular hit to number one would seem to be a great way to repay them. Anyway, that's all from me, Jack. Our love and support to the Top Twins. And here's that song we need to send back up the chart. Untouchable girls, untouchable, untouchable girls, we're untouchable.